Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Michael here. Of course, David's here too. Hello. And welcome to the first proper episode of the Sticky Bun Boys. Yes, we found our new name just in time for the first episode. I mean, it was planned that way. Thank you very much for everyone for all your suggestions. Honestly, we had so many good ones. I think our new name fits us just perfectly. And remember, we'll be diving into the Soggy Bottom Club later this episode to hear all about your dating and baking disasters. Of course. But before we do that, I think it's about time we did a wee rundown of this year's bakers. Why not? Why not indeed? We're going to dive straight in. We're going to go alphabetically, and it's probably worth remembering that we don't know these bakers. We don't know very much about them at all. All this is down to is like some in-depth internet sleuthing. I mean, you were on their LinkedIn's, weren't you, David? Yeah, I think we come from different generations, don't we, Michael? So we've done it slightly different ways. I've been like ringing up friends and things. and David's been in the library scrolling through <laughs> newspapers from the 1970s. <laughs> and we're going to go alphabetically. So the first person that we have on our list is Abdul, who is 29 and is an electronic engineer from London. What are your thoughts, David? Well, first thought is he's not been baking long or he says he's not been baking long. I do think sometimes you get these bakers each year saying they've been baking for six months. Lies. Just say cheeks. Cheeks. I think he'll be quite good, though, because he's like... The engineers traditionally have done quite well on baking. I mean, Rahul famously was an engineer. Well, he was a nuclear... It was something Some, to do with something. science. Yeah. Something to do with science. And Andrew. Andrew got to the final. He's an Andrew, engineer. yes. Famously yeah. of a Netflix show now, Baking Impossible, something like that. Yeah, and Giuseppe. Wasn't Giuseppe an engineer? Oh, I don't know. Honestly, they're all good. They're, they're kind of, yeah. But I do think that his lack of experience might let him down a little bit in baking. But you just don't know about the lack of experience. That's the thing. He has an empty social media, which means for a millennial like I am, I have no idea what, what he can do, what he's done in the past, whether he even exists as a human being. But what we do know from his Bake Off bio is that he loves matcha. And for that reason alone, he needs to be hurled into the sea. <laughs> and I'm afraid that's the end of Abdul. Wait, just a second though, Michael. I also did a bit of research and he does work for Apple. So if we want a discount. Oh, they've got a new iPhone coming out literally later on today, actually. Yeah, so. Abdul for the win. Abdul, do you know what? I love matcha so much. Um, so um, let's just chat about that later. Let's go salsa dancing together. <laughs> oh, salsa, salsa dancing space that. nerds. Yeah. Do you know what? I've changed my mind completely. <laughs> love, <laughs> love Abdul. <laughs> Nothing to do with Apple at all. Uh, next up, we have Carol, who is 59 and is a supermarket cashier from Dorset. Now, before we say anything else, she calls herself Compost Carol. <laughs> 
and I'm obsessed with this. Yeah. So I think it's because of she has a radio show where she's like this little like thing on how to do your gardens and things like that. But it's also her Instagram account handle, and I just think it's iconic. So from now on, henceforth, she shall always be known as Compost Carol. For sure. Yeah. I like the look of her. I just think that with the gardening side of things, the fact that she describes her bakes as fruity and punchy, which I like, but I think she's going to be a bit chaotic. I mean, fruity and punchy, that's you and me, isn't it? You're fruity, I'm punchy. Um, she's from Dorset. Is that where the hobbits are from? Not from Middle Earth, famously, but like, is that the accent? Yes, yeah, yeah, that like kind of... Lover, that kind yeah, of the Faramir type. Very excited for that. Compost Carol is already going to be one of my favourites. I'm getting a bit Lizzie vibes purely just because of the hair colour. Lizzie from last year. Yeah. Just because people who have fun hair are Lizzie from Bake Off. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, her Instagram has lots of good fondant work, which... Shows yes. The problem with that though is like great fondant work, all that is fab. In the tent, there's not enough time. Yeah, can you remember Dan from our year R. had R. the best, <laughs> the best fondant, went out in week one. So famously, yeah. <laughs> Car- Compost Carol, I'm rooting for you. Then we have Dawn, who is 60, an IT manager from Bedfordshire. I don't know where Bedfordshire is. I don't actually. I don't really know the counties of. Is that the like UK. above London? I think it's still south. Yeah. That's still the opposite south, of above. Still south. <laughs> Famously, south is down, but sure. Um, apparently she likes nutty flavours. Same dawn, same. And decoration seems to be her her forte. There's lo- again, there's loads of sugar work on her Instagram, but there's no time for that in the tent. You can't be making roses in the tent. This is true, but people who are well-practised at doing the neat and like the fancy often do quite well. Because mm. Rahul, for example, was very, very neat and fancy. He, he always seemed like he had an extra hour to everyone else yeah, to be able yeah, to finish yeah. things off. So I think... She's a little bit older, I'm not saying she's old, 60 is not old, but she's an IT manager, neat. I think she could be a very strong contender. I think there's there's something about Dawn, isn't there? There's something about Dawn. Henry from our year was very neat and tidy, and I think perhaps, yeah, do you know what? Sure. I think she's going to do great. I honestly really think she will. Next up, we have James, who is 25, a nuclear scientist from Cumbria via Glasgow. So Michael, a queer Scot with a lisp. What's not to love? Well, it's um, he's coming for my gig, which is a bit (laughs) concerning. Um, The main concerning thing, though, is he's wearing a kilt in the tent, as in like the woolen kilt, which is very, very hot. But very hot. Yes, but if you remember, everyone always thinks of the Bake Off tent being hot. But actually, in our first weeks, we used to go in and switch our ovens on and leave the doors open Mm. for ten minutes to try and warm the tent up a bit. So actually, he's probably done quite well with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main problem with wearing a kilt is, and I can foresee this all over Twitter next week is, oh, is he a true Scotsman or not, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Generally, people wear boxes because, number one, wool is very itchy, like, very itchy down there. Like, it's not very comfortable. But the second problem is that question is incessant and the more people get drunk or the more people are just rude, they just start lifting up your kilt and having a look. Yeah. And I doubt they've allowed him to have his willy out. In the tent, it's probably not very hygienic, is it? You would have thought, no. I mean, James, hopefully you can clear this up. Is James going to wear kilt every single week? We'll get a bit sweaty. If he's in every single week. It, well, no, that's true. But it was quite smelly. The tent's quite smelly and it'll, it'll seep into the wool. Oh, yeah, because you don't have multiple... Most people don't have multiple kilts, do they? It's like... They it's cost the thing. so much. so much wool in there. We're yeah. getting quite focused on, on the kilt. Our first gay baker on the list. We must applaud. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, James. You. you can't see this, James, but producer Alex is also clapping. Um, He's an ally. It's always nice to have one of those. So he likes autumnal flavours, which gets my vault, which is it's giving... It's giving folklore and evermore by Taylor Swift. <laughs> Do you know what any of those words meant? No. no, sure. We'll talk about that later. So I love the autumnal flavours. Vibes sing great. His Instagram seems to show a broad variety. Broad variety. 
I have to say his Instagram does look a little bit... When I saw Nuclear Scientist, I thought it was going to be neat to a pin. But his Instagram does look a little bit messy. She's a messy face. queen. Yeah, she is messy. She's a messy queen. But I'm a messy queen. We're all messy queens here. He does seem to be a bread boy. Same. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Likes a bun. Loves a sticky bun. <laughs> um, but child-friendly horror seems to be the thing that they talked about. What even is that? Is that like Elena? It's like cartoon horror. So like, ooh, eyeball. Oh, okay. But I didn't really see that on his Instagram. Did he no. just say that just to make him sound more edgy and cool? <laughs> James, tell us. We're going to move on. (laughs) Next up, we have Janusz, who is a 34-year-old personal assistant to the head teacher from Lancashire. What's a personal assistant to the head teacher? What does that mean? Just like secretary. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I reckon nowadays head teachers are, like, their job is ridiculously busy. So I reckon Janusz is probably ridiculously busy, very well organised. He lives in Brighton, the land of lesbians. Yeah, and he is also queer, our second queer second contestant. Snaps to you, Janusz, snaps to you, snaps Thank to you. you and uh, he really is, I mean, he is flamboyant. I love his Instagram see, already. Did you see the cropping of his name? Just on Facebook, anus. it ended up just saying anus. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Janusz is having fun. Let us know, is it offensive to call you anus from now on? If so, we will not do it. But if not, it sounds like fun. <laughs> I think Janusz definitely seems like he's not taking himself too seriously. Yeah. He's having fun, which could work two ways. Like either you just kind of mess around and you don't take it seriously enough to kind of actually do your bakes. Yeah. Or you remain relaxed and actually you sail through quite nicely. Did you see the bake? If no one has seen us yet, go onto his Instagram now where he made this corgi's bum out of bread. Absolutely. And then when you squeeze it, literal shit comes out of the bum hole. It comes out of the Anoush, if you will. It It is absolutely, uh, it's one of the best things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen many things. Yanush, thank you for your service for that. I really hope you make it to Bread Week so that you can literally pop out a shit in front of Paul. I really hope that is his Bread Week signature. (laughs) Oh my God, we are obsessed. Next up is Kevin, who is 33 and is a music teacher from East Sussex. Again, I don't know where that is. And also that's not where he's from. He's from Lanarkshire. Is he from Lanarkshire? Yeah, he's Scottish. He's Why Scottish did I write East Sussex? Is that what the Bake Off site? Here's uh, the thing. They always say you're from somewhere that you're not. Exactly, because it's either where you live. Like I got told so many times that I was from London. I'm not from London. Right. I live in London. Right. It's more important where you're from because that's where your accent... I love all the accents. It's from your accent. Right. Lanarkshire, he's going to be very Scottish. It's like what Drag Race does when Drag Race is like, oh, this taste is from Wales. It's like, well, she's lived in London for most of her life. She's got a Welsh accent, but she's technically London. Anyway, wherever you're from, Kevin, you look great and talented because I think he wins the best Instagram award. I think it's the most, like, aesthetic... It's like you're scrolling through the Good Housekeeping magazine. It is so aesthetically pleasing... It's honestly, it's my favourite one thus far. This is true. And we have to point out that actually it's quite difficult. When you first join Bake Off, a lot of the people who are the contestants are not very good at social media. And so Instagram can sometimes look a bit bad. It kind of gets good as you go on. Like ours is now perfect. Uh, But it took us a while to do this. Whereas Kevin, yeah, it's pretty good straight away. I think the only thing I would say with Kevin is he did say presentation will sort itself out which is always a bit of a warning sign for me. But saying that, everything he's done, his Instagram is well presented. It's so all sorted I don't really believe me. That said, though, to say. things can look beautiful and taste awful. So yeah. we do need to keep an eye on that. Um, he plays saxophone, flute, clarinet and piano, which means he's good with his mouth and his hands, <laughs> which is always nice. <laughs> Next up, we have Maysam, who is 18 and is a student and sales assistant from Greater Manchester. Does sales assistant from Manchester mean she works in Primark? Is that what that means? 
I think so, yeah. Probably. Yeah. From Libya, but it's based in Manchester and it's been baking since she was 13, which would be impressive if she wasn't 18. 18. <laughs> so yeah. that's five years of baking, um, but good job. <laughs> good job, Maysam. <laughs> I worry for Maysam. I think she looks brilliant. I love her flavours, olives, dates, nuts. Not sure Paul will because he's notoriously got bad taste, but I think she might she be a little bit too he was young. A <laughs> Mm. Mm. He didn't crown anything. <laughs> I disagree. I mean, her her flavors sound really exciting. She speaks five languages. Yeah, which she's is accomplished. way more than me, and I'm 11 years older than her. So she has accomplished more. Her Instagram doesn't give much away, which mm. means you, it could go either way. I feel like she looks like she's got nerves of steel as well. I actually, right. for someone quite, and also we're talking about youth. Peter did very well. Famously. I thought he was gonna have problems. Peter was young. born the same year the first Shrek film came out. Can you believe that? Wow. Isn't that awful? When was Mason The first born? iPhone came out the year that Peter was born. Moving on. Yeah, next person. Mason going to do well. To Maxi, who is 29, good age, uh, and is an architectural assistant from London. Now, Maxi was born in Sweden, which means that she is, of, of course, from the land of the flat pack, but also can make lots of bakes, including cardamom, cinnamon, and saffron. Do you like cardamom? And, uh, I don't like to talk about it too much, but it, um, for listeners who aren't aware, cardamom is in every single bake that I, <laughs> that I create. And if I say it's not in there, I'm lying. It is the best. It is the flavour of God. So Maxi's a girl after own, my own heart, and I'm obsessed with her. I have to say her Instagram is very impressive for right. the celebration cakes. Right. <clears throat> I think she's I think she's gonna be really good. I mean, we're talking about how nuclear scientists and en- engineers are quite good at kind of working out what their vibes are. Architecture. Architecture. She can flat pack shit. Do you know what I mean? Like she'll she be able can. to construct. Yeah. So the only problem with her is I think she might have problems with things like bread. Because you've got to have the breadth in Bake Off. You can't just be good at stacking cakes. Just quickly, how did bread week go for you, David? Uh, bread's my favourite thing to bake. Let's just move on from oh, that, sure, shall sure, we? Sure. Explosions. <laughs> Explosions. He nearly went it's home. It's so annoying. It's my favourite thing. And he, Michael got oh, stuck. It was so, and I walked over to his tent and I saw the, expl- <laughs> to your, to your bench and I saw the explosion. I was like, the thing oh. is, it wasn't just the explosions. They also had a horrible texture and tasted bad as well. Yeah, you didn't do very well, did you? No. No. Yeah. But oh. I did win that week. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, yeah. Very talented. Very talented. Um, okay, so <laughs> next person we have is Rebs, who is 23 and is a master's student in County Antrim in North Ireland. So, a lovely accent. I kind of felt, of all of the bakers, I felt there was less about her. Like, I literally, from doing my research, it's just, she's Northern Irish. She's not on LinkedIn, she's not in the newspapers from the 70s. Exactly. Mm. There's, there's not much online there. There are some beautiful bakes on there. She, she likes could... to wear her Bake Off apron wherever possible. There is lots of Bake Off apron. I mean, we famously have done a photo shoot in our Bake, bake, bake Off apron, so I'm yeah. not sure we should be calling the kettle black. We hair. actually didn't wash from Bake Off. Yes, three I years do still old, have crusty bits of bread on mine. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Don't pull that face, producer Alex. So she likes to play with Middle Eastern and Turkish flavours, inspired by her boyfriend's heritage. The problem with that is it's rose. Yeah. Which... And rose is famously soap. And Paul does not like those kinds of things. Do you know what, Rebs? I think she could be a dark horse. She could surprise us. And we're going to move on to our next I'm person. Sure. Sandro, who is 30 and is a nanny from London. We've already had emails declaring him the trade of the season. Um, so thank you very much for all of those. He's very attractive and he does have very distracting arms, I will say. I think he looks a bit like Johnny Sibilli. Oh, I do know who that is. From yes. Pose. I think he does a bit. I, I know who that is. You're wrong. Um... <laughs> But thank you for trying to make a reference. That's very kind of you. Uh, I think his, uh, his Instagram vibes are immaculate. Like there's some really gorgeous stuff on there. There's like a talented baker and there's lots of kind of, there's lots of variety out there. 
And he, he runs virtual baking classes for autistic children. I wonder whether this is one of those ones where they sneak in some kind of professional baker slash professional social media. Not that I'm jealous at all. He seems it's, it's slick. Very slick. Also, he's so wide that he can get from one end of the bench to the other so quick. He is going to be quick he's on height. He's really wide. He's huge. Are you sure? It could be his perspective. No, when you look at the bake-off oh, photo... Oh, you mean his arms being hench? Yes, right. yeah. Okay, and shoulders. Sure. Like, he is going to cover that bench very quickly. I think... Well, we don't want to make predictions too early, but he could be number one. He does. He has got... There's something about him. There's definitely something about him. Um, apparently, he's also a boxer and a ballet dancer. I'm already waiting for him to trip and fall. He's like a fighter and a lover. It's too much for my ovaries to <laughs> take. Right, we're going to move on. The next person we have is Shabira, who is 32 and is a cardiovascular research associate from London. That really rolls off the tongue as a job description, doesn't it? So uh, Shabira likes making bakes with a Malaysian twist, which does sound absolutely delicious. I love those kinds of flavours. Um, but I did notice on her Instagram a quite concerning post, um, which was a book titled How to Bake Bread from January of this year. Oh, wow. Which doesn't really bode well for bread week. Also, I have to say, I really liked Shabira when I first saw her. And but. she's a doctor, <laughs> Dr. Shabira, we should say. Yes. Uh, however, one of her most recent Instagram posts, she did that awful thing on social media where you get slices of white bread, roll them with a rolling pin and turn them into something else. It is disgusting. Okay, I hear you. But also it looked delicious. So you I mean, the final thing video, did look quite nice. Because it, it was like, basically then deep fries ice cream in the middle of it. So it was fair ice cream enough. deep fried in bread. And I'm not going to say no to that at any point in my life. I'm going to wait until there's something more. But the doctor... Just because there's not any fucking sweet potato in it, Dave. People can bake <laughs> Prunes. Things. What's wrong with prunes? Many, many... The list goes on. We'll talk about that later. So we seem to have got to the end of the 12. And no, there's we no... We missed off Will. Oh, Will. You're offensive. Oh, I oh Will. Will, I was rooting for you. Do you know what, Michael? I actually have missed Will off my list, so <gasps> I don't actually have Will. Oh. I do remember that he's the charity guy. He was he's a retired charity director. Uh-huh. He seems to do everything to do with the zombie apocalypse on his Instagram. Uh, yes, he has a, had a passion for baking since he was two. So no offence, Mason, but you've been baking for five years since you were 15. He's been baking for 43 since he was two. So he might have a bit of an advantage over there. He's been baking well for all that time. Well, that is true. He he says that he likes yeast, not like that, uh, but not just in bread. Yeah, I didn't really get that. I mean, I know... So you can use it in cake? You can have yeast cakes. And obviously you can have yeasted pastries like Danish pastries. But I'm not sure. Do they just mean that he puts yeast in everything or sprinkles it on top maybe? Like yeasty flavours? I'm not sure. I mean, I don't Marmite. know. I did notice in the trailer for the series that there's a clip of Paul slagging off one of his bakes. So, um... Yeah, I think he's not doing... But anyway, what I was saying before Will rudely interrupted me, forcing himself into the lineup, is where is the Yorkshire contingent? Yorkshire is not there at... Never mind where someone's from Yorkshire or whether they currently live in Yorkshire. Yorkshire does not exist in this year's Bake Off. And I think, personally, it's because they're scared of the Yorkshire prowess. Yorkshire has done very, very well in Bake Off. But also, we did have... Like in our year, we had three from Yorkshire. So they have to... As like, there should be. There were checks and balances. I mean, two of them famously went out in the first three weeks. But sure, fine. Go yeah. on, <laughs> And one won. <laughs> but, yeah, I I am just slightly annoyed there's no Yorkshire contingent. I think it's nice that we've, we've seen, we do have a good mixture. It depends who applies. Like, you never know. Is there a Welsh person? There is no Welsh person. Does that mean that Michelle from our year is the sole remaining Welsh person? I think so. She's still the Welsh queen. My favourite thing to do on a new series of Bake Off is whenever there's somebody from like one of like from from one of the Celtic regions, it is all they talk about. 
So I look forward to hearing from James and Revs exclusively about <laughs> how they live in Ireland and uh, Scotland. Anyway, we need to move on quickly. Before we do, top three, go. Oh, top three, Dawn. Right. Sandro. Yeah. And Maxi. Right, okay, that's similar to mine. My current top three based on absolutely nothing, Kevin the music teacher, Sandro, and then Maxi or Carol. I can't quite work out between the two of them, but I think Kevin's Instagram puts him right up for me. Cool. Basically, I want a woman to win because it's been four, the last four have been men. Yes, it's been a bit of a sausage fest recently. And we should also, talking a sausage fest, um, give an honourable mention to our gays. We hope you succeed. We're, we're, we're rooting for you, but we just don't think you're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's us, interrupting ourselves to promote, well, ourselves. Do you want ad-free episodes, access to exclusive tasty content, and our online community of fellow Soggy Bottoms? Well, you can join our only plans. Otherwise known as a Patreon. There are various subscriber options. Just head over to patreon.com forward stroke sticky bun boys to find out more. And keep them sticky. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Soggy bottom, soggy, soggy bottom. Soggy bottom, soggy, soggy bottom. Soggy bottom, soggy, soggy bottom. Club. Diving straight into the inbox, Michael. It's been some lovely ones this week. This one, first of all. Hi, David and Michael. First off, let me just say that I'm a big fan of the show. Thank you. Uh, I'm so I'm excited. Assuming for the... they mean the podcast and not the actual Bake Off. Oh, and I'm so excited for this podcast. I can't wait to see where you guys take it. I'm taking the compliment anyway. The compliment, both compliments come towards us. Yes, sure. true. I'm an American living in the Netherlands and cannot get my hands on a decent bagel to save my life. Why doesn't Europe do bagels? 
I started trying to make my own, but they keep coming out super dense, or as I believe Paul Hollywood would say, stodgy. Point is, they're gross. I'm following the directions and letting them rise, shape them and rise some more, followed by poaching them. What am I doing wrong? All the best. Erica Van Zillil de Jong. She sounds quite Dutch, actually. Maybe she's got Dutch heritage and she's lived in America and she's going back to Holland. Maybe she was born... Maybe she was born in... I don't, it doesn't matter. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Erica. That's literally all conjecture. Erica, I'm sorry about your bagels, but I thought Europe made... I thought that's where they came from. Exactly. It's a little bit rude saying that does Europe do bagels well. I'm pretty sure they're from Poland, historically. Famously. So maybe... What, the I Americans mean, stealing something and then claiming it was theirs <laughs> the whole time? And then claiming that everyone else does it badly. God, people mm. will be saying that pizza comes from Europe next. Can you imagine? Christ. <laughs> I think the issue here is maybe the Netherlands don't do bagels very well. Or maybe Erica doesn't do bagels very well. And maybe Erica doesn't. And I've got a really good solution, Michael. There's this really good cookbook called Good to Eat by David Atten that has the most amazing overnight bagel recipe. Literally come out faultless every time. And they've got prunes in them. They genuinely have prunes. They've got prunes prunes in your bagels. They have prunes whisked into the water to give them that really nice sweet brown flavour. Real talk. Is this ever necessary? Yes. Do you need to add all these unnecessary root vegetables and fucking prunes, it taking really them out of the old people's mouths in the, in the nursing homes and putting them into your fucking bagels? Because, Michael, a bagel has to have... We, we can't make bagels like they do in the actual bakeries, so you've got to kind of mimic that kind of earthy sweetness. Prunes do it perfectly. Thank okay. you very much. Case closed. Sure. But if that was true, wouldn't we already be doing that? Well, I am. Yeah, but no one else is. They are, because lots of people have bought my book, Not including that. Erica. Okay, shall we talk about that? Shall we talk about your sales? <laughs> How many people are reading that book, David? Uh, I think probably close to three billion. Uh-huh. And how many did you send up for free? Probably close to three yeah, billion. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, David's book does have a lovely sourdough thing in the middle, in the beginning of it. Do you remember when I sent you text? That Michael was, is using my recipe. <laughs> and I was slagging off the side. I was like, fucking shit, my sourdough didn't work. And you were like, did you follow the recipe? And I was like, yes, I followed it to the letter. And then like the next day I was like, oh no, I did. I did miss out salt. And then he does it now and it's perfect. Yes, but so. <laughs> I have to say, with bagels, the most important thing is you don't want to overhydrate the dough because you don't want big bubbles in there. No. Uh, doing an overnight rise is really good and then really stretching them because the really worst stretching. thing is... How is do you when stretch you, it? Well, you stick your fingers in and just really pull and pull like, rotate a little bit because right, you don't want sure. basically One or two the fingers. worst thing... Two. Two fingers. two fingers each side. Because the oh. worst thing is, is when you get a bagel and you've made this hole and then as it bakes, it closes up and you've just got a bread roll, you want a tight... And you don't want a tight hole, you want it nicely stretched. Well, well to be fair, you want a bit of a, you want a bit of both, don't you? Because you don't want your top of the hole to be too wide either. Oh no, but as it bakes, it kind of like closes in a bit. So... Oh, so the hole kind of tightens up as Tight, it bakes. Tight, exactly. So you want a really like a real like saggy hole. You've got to stretch the sphincter so it's saggy, so it like as it bakes and poofs up, it kind of closes nicely, right. but it still leaves just a nice gap. Just just enough for how many fingers? Two. So from one hand or two hands? One hand. So, so, nice so tight, when you're opening the hole, you want to like use two fingers from both hands and, and stretch it. Yeah, way bigger than you think. Way bigger than you... Well, do, do you know what? Did you know the human anus can fit two raccoons sideways in it in terms of width? Ouch. Yeah, they'd probably wriggle a bit. I'm but not like, sure in mine terms does. Of the, do you know what? If you tried hard enough. Anyway, um, with the bagels, two fingers and you stretch it out so it goes quite loose. And then in the, when you poached it and baked it, it will, it will close up and you should only be able to fit two fingers from Yeah, because you still have a hole. Basically, you don't want the hole to close up completely. If you make the hole how you think it's going to be when you're doing the stretching, it's right. going to be too tight when it bakes. Do you know what? Holes can stretch more than you expect, but that's not always a good thing. True. Uh, what about the poaching? See, the thing is, traditionally, you poach in a really alkaline solution. But they... In, in, in English, that means... Basically, they use a thing called lye, which is 
impossible to use. You'd have to use gloves. It's like science right. and chemistry. So we use bicarbonate of soda. Right. And that gives you the really nice brown shine. And like pretzels. Yes, exactly. Because bagels and pretzels are very similar. They probably come from the same historical place in Poland. I might have made this up. <laughs> so, Erica, double check that you're poaching uh, in an alkaline solution. And also just double check how you're, how you're loosening that hole. And by David's book. Next email. <laughs> okay, this one is anonymous. Anonymous loves writing in. I do love anonymous, as we all know. <laughs> I do love anonymous. I've been seeing someone for about three months, but I can't commit to dating fully with all the pressures from modern life, gym, work, and a busy social life. A quick pause. Modern life, as in as for the, for the past lives, there were no, there were no concerns. No. Well, there was no gyms. Well, they, they rode horses and shit. I've seen Bridgerton. And plus, they had to. They didn't have washing machines. They'd have been washing by hand. So I mean, this person that, had to do all that kind of sitting next to the window, pining and writing love letters and waiting. Exactly. So everyone's been busy. Basically. Everyone's been busy the whole time. So what I'm saying to anonymous is, yes, your pressures may be modern, but that does not mean people from the past did not have pressures. They had dysentery to deal with. Exactly. And right. plague. Maybe they didn't think Famously, so much about relationships, though. Actually, that's true. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the second half. It's not like important, actually. It's just basically the same. I don't want to break things off, but I'm conscious he's expecting more. What should I do? So this person is seeing... We're going to call him Paul. Paul is seeing somebody, but is quite busy and doesn't, doesn't want to break off the relationship, but doesn't want to stop being busy. Yeah. What we don't know about this is, is Paul's partner very needy or are they just wanting a little bit of time with Paul and he's too busy? Right. But also... So speaking as somebody who does far too many things and is always far too busy. Michael is impossible to get hold of. <laughs> I can relate. I completely get it. And I also have the same problem. But I think you have to kind of just work out your priorities, right? Like, do you need to go to the gym that one night? Or could you spend that night with that person and do some other exercise? True. Also, when someone's busy like this, this also maybe shows that they don't have the same likes. Because when I started dating Nick, I didn't go to the gym. I'd literally never been... I was so intimidated by gyms. So, to spend time with Nick... Also, you were dating one of the most handsome men in the entire world, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was going to the gym every single morning, so I went to the gym with him. Oh, And cute. generally, I would pretend to do things, and I would sit in the corner and just watch him work out. But... Wouldn't we all? Paul, <laughs> you could invite whoever your partner is to come to the gym with you. That's Probably not to work. Idea. I don't think he would invite him to work. No, but like... Finding ways to include that person in your busy schedule if you're not willing to compromise on certain areas of your life. But I would say, Paul, perhaps have a look at compromising on your life. It's one of the things I'm trying to do at the moment as well, in all seriousness, is kind of like pare it back and like work out where and who and how I'm spending my time and energy. And perhaps if you're serious about Paul, Paul needs to be where you're directing more of that energy rather yeah. than anywhere else. And it's also worth saying, like, when you're forming a new relationship, it's quite nice to do nothing sometimes. So like... Yes, definitely involve them in like going to the gym and, and doing your busy social things together, but maybe find ways to not do anything together. Yeah, because well. also nowadays, it seems to be that busyness is this thing that's revered. Right. And it's not good just to be busy all the time. You've got to relax. You've got to spend some time just snuggling on a sofa. Stop making so much eye contact with me. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, if you want to be single, that's also fine. So yeah. Paul, if you don't really want a relationship, you want to just see a couple of people, go on a couple of dates have some flings, have some sex, do your stuff. Sure, fine, that's great too. But just sort yourself out, Paul. Sort out your priorities. We have given Paul so many options here. You know what? We're all about that. Should we? Do we have time for one more? We'll do a very quick one. We're going to give you like a succinct answer for this next person. Okay, it's going to be bread one as well. My problem is that every time I bake bread, any kind, it comes out dense. 
Any help with this? Thanks, Jerry from Chicago. Um, so if you go and have a quick look at Shabira's Instagram, there's a book on there <laughs> um, which says how to bake bread. If you, I would say buy that one and have a look. Done. And don't buy Paul Hollywood's books. <laughs> and think about your proofing. There you go. There's an actual answer. Think about your proofing. And that brings us to the end of our first full episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes, thank you. And please remember to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using and give us a five-star rating. You know you want it. If you have any burning, baking or dating questions or even stories that you think your fellow Soggy Bottoms would love to hear, then please email us at stickybomboys at gmail.com a new email address. So between now and next week, you can find us over on Twitter and Instagram at Sticky Bun Boys, and we will see you next week where we'll be reviewing Cake Week, the first week of the tent for this new batch. We can't wait. See you then. Keep them sticky. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.